everybody, and welcome to another episode of You, Me, and He, a podcast that's inside the computer. It's so simple. <laughs> I'm, I'm your host, Hansel. He's so hot right now. I'm your host, Rob Lambert, and I'm joined by my co-host. This is Josh Frankenstein. And Drew Carroll. That's right. And fellas, before we jump into uh, an amazing show that we got tonight, we're going to talk, recast a film with... Sean Connery. We're going to talk about some brand new segments that we're going to be debuting here on the show tonight. And uh, we're also going to get into uh, just kind of what happened this week. But before we do, I have to let you know, fellas, in light of what we talked about last week, we ran a poll on social media asking people to chime in and let us know who's cooler, Gizmo Duck or Launchpad McQuack. And I have to tell you, I was so pleased to know. 71% Launchpad, Launchpad McQuack. McQuack. There. Perfect. <laughs> there. That's what I wanted to hear. That makes my week right there. I'm so glad to hear that. Most people who voted on that probably haven't even seen DuckTales. That's probably so. true. <laughs> <laughs> they probably didn't even actually know what they were voting on. All I did was post. All I did was put some pictures of the both of them there, and he obviously is way cooler. So it may have been a little biased. What can I say? But at least we're not crazy. That's all I. And the ones I like who, to know that the ones who voted for Gizmo Duck is because they're actually trying to build a Gizmo Duck. There like you go. Basement, so. <laughs> oh gosh, I can't even imagine what monstrosity they're going to come bring out of their basement at that point. Anyways, so fellas, uh, I took an, a crazy road trip this week. Uh, made a big loop from Salt Lake City to Fresno, California, on the road for days and hours and miles. It was ridiculous. Hey, can but, I just say real quick? It was great to see you. It was fantastic <laughs> to see you just pull right through California and wave I know, dude. to the sign as you continued going 70 miles an hour down 99. He, he didn't even have time for a five-minute hello. Now, actually, here's the deal. Uh, two awesome things that happened. One, I did stop in Chowchilla at the Starbucks, and I did see your mom and get to hug her, by the way, Drew. <laughs> I don't like the way you said that. Yeah, it was awesome. It was awesome. <laughs> Uh, it was great You're, to see her. And then, and, is it also true that you accidentally ran into your mom at the Starbucks? That is also true. <laughs> oh, Bobby, I didn't know you were in town. <laughs> Anyways, and then the other part. As we've talked about a few times on the show, we're from this small town, Central California, called Chowchilla, and there's a couple of there's a couple of Mexican restaurants that maybe we don't fully agree are the best. You guys say Tacos El Gruenza. I say Conchitas. Wait, However, so you, I, please don't tell me you had time to stop at Conchitas. All, no, all I'm saying, anybody. dude, you hit Starbucks and Conchitas and you couldn't say <laughs> no, hi? No, no, I did not. I did not. That is false. I had Starbucks and then I went through the drive-thru of Tacos El Gruenza and it got a, ba- a breakfast burrito. So you're welcome. <laughs> okay, perfect. By the way, it's Tacos El Gruenza. Grin, Grinze? Yeah, 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 Grinze. Grinze. I just used to say Tacos El Grulenza. I think that was right. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, we stopped We stopped at my mother-in-law's, and uh, we don't have cable TV, but they do. And I was flipping through the channels, and of course, as soon as I see my 600-pound life on mm. TLC, I'm oh, going to stop because it's one, it's one of my favorite shows. But what caught my attention was not my 600-pound life. It was one of the commercials that was running in between for a show called, and I'm not making this up, Dr. Pimple Popper. Have you uh, seen this? Yeah, dude. I saw that trailer and I wanted to puke. Uh, it was so uh, gross, dude. Uh, dude, we live in a time where television entertainment is, is a doctor who is just 
Sling and pus. Sling yeah. and pus for AIDS. Oh, oh, dude, oh. dude so don't say that. That's dude, and the biggest ones, too, man. Like, oh. You know, the, the, oh, dude. I saw like volcanic. Some, oh, yeah. Like volcanic. Oh, pools. no, 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 dude. I saw you some know? on there. It was like somebody's knee or something, dude. And they like <laughs> cut open the... Dude, it was like a softball in there. Oh. And they cut open. Oh. They cut it open, dude. And it was just oozing out like white lava, dude. Oh, that's so dirty. Oh, it was super dirty. You just had to lance the knee, huh? Oh, just, oh yeah. Just like <laughs> give it a good poke. Dude, with like a barbecue fork, <laughs> they're like, oh. our, our regular scalpels can't handle this. We're gonna, <laughs> somebody, Lancelot, we need Lancelot. <laughs> dude, we need a chisel. Oh, dirty. <laughs> the lady, the lady in the trailer had just the largest hunchback oh. that was just f- full of pus, oh. so full of pus. And oh. I'm just watching this, going, dude, this is this is entertainment dude. now. So, dude, what causes that? I want to make sure dude. I don't do it. Just. I don't even know. Bro. How does a how does a pimple get that big? <laughs> Dude, all I know is that <laughs> it took me back to it took me back to summers. I worked at a summer camp for quite a few summers and there's just this fashion fascination with <laughs> popping things. <laughs> I don't get it, dude, because there was this guy on staff. I remember this. There was this guy on staff. I think his name was Chris. I don't remember for sure. But he had the most like righteous back knee i have ever seen in my oh, life man <laughs> and dude for some reason the ladies loved when he would took off his shirt and they could pop him dude and i'm just like oh, that's gross no no I'm, no those are girls that are single still yeah yeah and you, and you worked <laughs> yeah. with them 12 years and, ago and will die that way they, they will literally die that dude, way that that's, is disgusting that is nasty dude i got a i got a pimple the other day on my forehead and i haven't gotten a pimple in years dude and it built up and built up, and my wife was like, "Don't pop it, don't pop it. You gotta let it go." And then finally, I have dude, to. Yeah, one day I was just like, I had it like up against the mirror, kind of like diagonally, oh. and I popped oh. it, dude, and it just boop projectile. Right, oh yeah, right yeah. onto the mirror, yeah, dude. Projectile. Cool. Took it's, me back yeah, to high school. Fantastic. Oh. So disgusting, <laughs> man. So dude, that's just really sour taste in my mouth right now. I know, I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, to our audience, I apologize. I hope you're not listening to this during breakfast or. <laughs> so, anyways, what date does that air? <laughs> I don't know, man. But I mean, just at the end of the day, that is the state that we live in now. Entertainment is just checking in on people popping their hunchback. That's, that's all disgusting. I have to say. Yeah, but you know, in all fairness, dude, like those weren't normal pimples. None of them. Those were. Do you think? Like massive, ma- like megalodon pimples, dude. <laughs> megalodon. Yeah. This is the megalodon oh, of all pimples, dude. They were huge. That's dirty. Do you think when she was going through medical school and she was like trying to figure out what her specialty was going to be, she's like, "It's going to be pus. I just <laughs> oh. bring on the pus. Oh. All I want is the pus." Dude, <laughs> I've always wondered how doctors decide what it is they're actually going to like, you know, study what they're what oh. they're going to focus on. Like, how do they get to that point? You know, like yeah, I do. Yeah. Who beca- who does like rectal exams, dude? Like you're like, <laughs> yeah. you know what? You know, I found my true passion. Yeah, for real. <laughs> He's like, I was elbow deep in a middle aged man and found myself going, This is why I was born. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dirty. For her it was the pus. Bring on the pus, dude. What can I say? So, so anyways, gross. Josh, hit me, man. How's it going? It's going well, man. I had a uh, I had a less disgusting week than that. So I mean that's always Excellent. a positive, you know, which is fantastic. But uh I just wanted to let everybody know I I finally had uh, what I would call my hipster moment of the week. Excellent. Yeah, it is it that tank it top you're wearing right now? No, it's not the tank top <laughs> I'm wearing right now. But if if you say that it's close enough, I guess that'd be my second hipster <laughs> moment of the week. So 
my first tipster moment of the week came yesterday. Um, Drew here was gone for the day and decided that, you know, he'd leave his dogs inside with the air conditioning. Super cool, right? You know, you're, you're a good owner, man. That, that's very kind of you. So he asked if I could stop by to let them out so they could run around and go potty and what is potty okay or is that too daddish on this show no that's what elizabeth says too (laughs) dude elizabeth says that too she's all tell the dogs to go potty i'm like i'm not gonna say that (laughs) i'm not gonna say that see this is the problem go take a dump yeah (laughs) Yeah. gone through four kids it's almost just kind of like natural because you end up speaking their language so i apologize to everybody out there where i had to like turn in half my man card just now no Um, dude today just really quick today my wife while we're packing up in the hotel to make the final drive, the final leg, she looks at me and says, do you need to go potty? I was like, oh. me? <laughs> I am a man. Dude. I am a, I am a full-grown man. You asked yes, me if I, I got a drop <laughs> deuce. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, it, it drove me crazy when mom said that when we were kids. Uh, like, don't call it that. Uh, call it poop. Yeah. 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 I, I feel but just for the record, I did go potty. So anyways. <laughs> <laughs> so... Anyway, I, I go inside Drew's house and I let his dogs out and, uh, you know, he asked me to like let them run around for 15 minutes. So I'm like, okay, that's not a big deal. And uh, they won't leave me alone. They want to keep jumping up on me. So I, I, you know, I took a page from Andrew's book and I just slapped each dog in the face every time they jumped up <laughs> on me. That seemed to stop it. It was pretty cool. Um, so anyway, they're out running around just, you know, none of them actually went to go take a dump. Did I get my man card back? Yeah, there it is. Okay, perfect. Yeah. There it is. Okay. I like the depth that you put <laughs> yeah, into it also. A dump. Uh, <laughs> none of them actually went to go take a dump. Um, you wanted to say so, potty. Yeah, so so I'm, I'm just, yeah, I did. So I'm just like sitting there and, and Andrew uh, has a fridge out on his back patio. So, and it's not locked. You know, it, what's really sad is in our area, a lot of people actually lock their refrigerators that are outside or freezers. <laughs> it's, it's just pathetic, but. Anyway, his wasn't locked, which was fantastic. So I reach in there, and lo and behold, what do I find? Can anyone guess oh, what I find in that fridge? Please tell me. Yes. Yeah. You, you, yeah, you know what's in your fridge. Please Rob, tell me I'll, it's I'll a LaCroix. You, it is a LaCroix. Yes. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. It's right there in the door. Cherry lime LaCroix. Beautiful. And I thought to myself, you know what? I forgot. <laughs> These guys were talking about this. I should try. I I should just try it. I mean, I'm over here. I'm taking care of his dog. So I grab this LaCroix, close the fridge door, and go sit on his patio furniture. And I'm just thinking, this ain't too bad. I got the backyard. The dogs are playing in the grass. And I got this LaCroix that I've never had before. (laughs) And so I pop that bad boy open, man. And I take the first drink. All right. And all I hear in my head is Rob from 100 feet away going, (laughs) <laughs> I thought it was going to be take a shower Get in the shower <laughs> And I was like Whoa that was weird Because this doesn't taste like cherry lime This tastes like carbonated water <laughs> Yeah dude uh, Those are the worst so, so I think to myself You know what one more shot So I took another swig And as I'm drinking I hear this voice in my head again From 100 feet away going Jerry lie. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I don't know what the deal is with this crap, but I ain't drinking the rest. <laughs> no, like, dude, it out. No. Sorry, bro. Wasted your LaCroix or dude, no, 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 no. Or your wife's LaCroix. No. Or your friend who came over. Someone who, brought those over. Oh, is it the guy that you had the affair with? Yes. Okay. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> 
<laughs> Someone brought those up just like the beers that are in there. Yeah. T- Tioga Sequoia Brewery. Right. I don't drink alcohol, but I'm definitely not going to drink IPAs when I do. <laughs> so, no, that fridge is full of stuff that I don't like. <laughs> I'm, so I'm just going to run up my electricity bill keep, or keeping things cold that I don't drink. Oh, it's for when people come over. <laughs> Dude, it's like a hipster Santa Claus. When you go to sleep at night, if you've been very good, he sneaks into your backyard and fills your fridge with LaCroix. <laughs> First of all, that's and funny IPAs. just the way that you said it. And if you think of it in a different context, it's even better. <laughs> that's awesome, man. Yeah, so I didn't take a shower, but I did have my first LaCroix. And for all of you who drink it, it's way overrated. That is not. I'd rather just do, just give me a glass of water and squeeze like half a lime in it, and I'm golden. Like, that, oh, yeah, you know, no, yeah, for or, sure. Or for cucumber. Sure. Like, I don't need anything in essence of yeah. anything. Stand in, in next to a water. lemon tree. Yeah, yeah, dude. It, all it is is sparkling water with a label that has a flavor on it. Yeah. But there's actually no flavor in the... I bet if you drank them all back to back, dude. A, it, you, you know what it was like? It was like drinking absolutely nothing. Like, it, that's just bubbly. And then having a cloud of what smells like cherry lime just follow it down <laughs> your throat. <laughs> you, Have you don't really that? taste it, but... <laughs> do, you, do you like sparkling water normally? No, I don't Okay, like, like the, the, the yeah. Perrier or whatever the Pierre, that's... Yeah. Oh, Perrier? Perrier. Yeah, Perrier, yeah, whatever, yeah, whatever, dude. They yeah. taste the same. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dude, but one is one is from like the Alps or something, isn't it's it? It's oh. probably the same company and they just slapped what LaCroix or whatever. You know, on there. we should you we go, should dude. open up fifty companies and sell this stuff under a different label. That's what we should <laughs> different do. Different flavor for every single yeah. one. Well the, here's the Mystery here's the flavor. problem though, Josh. <laughs> here's the problem. If you want to sell it and you want it to be successful, it you has have to have a fr- a French yeah. name and I don't know if that's gonna work for you. <laughs> We can call yeah. it Le Deuce. Le Deuce. <laughs> I like it. So we'll be coming out with our own uh, line of sparkling waters called Le Deuce. And yeah. uh, be on the lookout. Yeah. <laughs> Drew, how was your week? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, my week was busy. It was really busy. Uh, we started out uh, Thursday night. We had our, our work dinner. And at this dinner, there's probably like, I don't know, maybe 400 people. You know, it's like all these farmers and they bring all of their friends and family members and all that kind of stuff. Well, they always do this raffle, dude. This was my fifth year at this dinner. This is my fifth year putting in raffle tickets. And this is my fifth year winning absolutely nothing. <laughs> oh, man. While it was popping off all around me, dude. <laughs> like everyone at your table. Not just my not my table, but everyone around me. And it never fails, dude, that anytime that we bring someone new... Yeah, they win, and we have oh. the same amount of tickets in there, dude. Of course, that that's how it goes. Yeah, and and granted, it's not stuff that normally that I want to win. You know, mm-hmm. like one of them was the centerpiece. I don't want the centerpiece from the table. You need I'm to look cool at this that. from a positive perspective. And my advice to you would be, look at it from this way: if you didn't have bad luck, you wouldn't have any at all. Well, that's a <laughs> dude. Okay, so funny thing about that. 
Elizabeth used to win something at these dinners every single year. And I was like, hey, babe, uh, when we get married, everything's going to change for you in a very very bad way. It's called Carol luck. If it wasn't for bad luck, we would have zero. Yeah. And Um, she was like, oh, no, I'm going to change that for you. And I'm oh, you're so sweet. We got married. (laughs) Naive. (laughs) Dude, you're so cute. (laughs) I bet you in the last five years, because it's all there. The dinners that we go to are always held at the fair grounds and we've gone to a couple other ones that our parents have taken us to and in those five years dude neither one of us has won a single thing nothing yep. dude oh man we can't even get a centerpiece we yeah, actually, like, I don't even want we, the centerpiece, but I just want to win. I just want to win. I want I want my number called out. That that dude, that's the luck of the Irish. And we can't that's even like, we can't even get there in time to get the free hats they're handing out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to wear it. I don't like it, but I dude. want it. They had these uh, you know, they had these yetis there. They were they were raffling off two yeti coolers and I thought, "Man, I could really use one of those." Well, if I didn't win one tonight, I figure, hey, I'm going to this. I'm doing this barbecue competition the next day. Oh, uh, I'm going to for sure take one of those home. So we get there to this barbecue and I'm sitting here thinking like, oh, yeah, I'm going to take this thing for sure. Like this flavor is different than every other flavor here. You know, this is for sure going to happen. And they're going through and they're calling out the because you write your number on top of uh, your little box. <laughs> and mine was number four. And so when it got to ribs, you know, they did third place and they called this guy and everyone's clapping and then they did second place and this guy goes up there and everyone's clapping and then they get to mine and they go, we'd like to make some special remarks about these ribs. And I'm like, oh, thank God. Someone noticed. <laughs> <laughs> they're just saying all these nice things and I'm like, whoo, it's my time. Here it comes. I've been preparing my speech. <laughs> number one. <laughs> yeah, I'm good to go. <laughs> and then they go, and that's number four. <laughs> and then my heart just dropped into my stomach and i was like oh they did that on purpose oh dude they did that on purpose it was 100 degrees there that day we were barbecuing on the blacktop dude for like oh. six hours i was sweating my bag off bag all day <laughs> dude <laughs> and spoilers yeah, 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 guiding me through that one thank you <laughs> And then I got zero Yetis. So I had my shot at four Yetis, dude. And I came away with zero Yetis. So dude. I'm sorry. Bro. I guess I just wasn't I'm Yeti. I'm so sorry. <laughs> That's amazing. Now, you know that the deal is, dude, you're going to go out and buy one and then you're going to win one. That's right? exactly what happens. <laughs> no, man. dude. No. And I'm never going to barbecue again either. Oh. And I'm See, also done going to those work dinners. <laughs> Do you just trash your barbecue when you yeah. go home? Just I'm going to have a lot more time for podcasts. <laughs> you can't you can't quit, man. That's that's so it's very Irish of you, but completely un-American. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, American like 1776 or American like 2018? <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, hey, on that note, when we come back, we're going to jump into an awesome main topic. We're doing recast a film, Sean Connery. So stay with us. We'll be right back. All right, and welcome back to You, Me, and He. Tonight, we want to get into an awesome topic. We are talking recast a film, Sean Connery. We're talking iconic movie roles that if Sean Connery would have been placed in, it would have been so much better. So, fellas, who wants to go first? Uh, I really want Andrew to go uh, first. Why? Because I saw your pick, and I think it's going to be amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Start us off right, bro. 
<laughs> okay, so <laughs> when I started going back and looking at my, actually, I thought yours was pretty awesome too. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be good. And too. that one actually, <laughs> yours is interesting as well. <laughs> uh, dude, when I started thinking back on you know old movies, the one that really came to mind for me was well, actually, I had two. Original one that I thought was a uh, uh, Lord of the Rings, but then I went back on that one because I thought of a better one. Wait, who uh, would you have put him as Lord of the Rings? Gandalf, dude. It's always Gandalf, right? <laughs> sure. Always. Any, any, any actor, Gandalf. Whoever you're going to switch out is just Gandalf. <laughs> okay. But, dude, uh, dude, I thought that he would If you look back on Indiana Jones, dude, he would have been... <laughs> I, that's exactly what I was just thinking, Yeah, too. dude. He would have been awesome as John Hammond in Jurassic Park. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait. Explain yourself. Okay, I uh, wait. I got one before he even goes into an explanation. Because the first thing I thought was <laughs> was was Joan Senior with an umbrella, with dinosaurs going around, going. Yes, dude. Exactly. That was the first thing that went through my head. <laughs> Yeah, uh, dude. It just uh, John Hammond is just kind of like the he's just like a <laughs> kind of a rich, carefree, kind of dumb, you know. When it comes to <laughs> like a little naive, maybe. Yeah, yeah. I'm, that's probably a better a, word. A lot dude. of naive. Yeah, dude. Makes you wonder how he got his billions. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. And so I, I think that uh, Sean Connery easily, dude. Like I think that is his character. You know, I think he probably could have. He would have been better there, dude. <laughs> he would have been better. I don't know why Spielberg didn't go after him, man. I just, it you know, though, to, to get to get him in that film, Spielberg, he would have had to spare no expense. <laughs> <laughs> dude, I could see it, man. Him <laughs> see him there eating ice cream, being like, "My first wish, a flea shuckish." <laughs> <laughs> They would gather around chair. Mommy, I can see the fleas. Can you see the fleas, mother? I can see the fleas. <laughs> see, dude, that's perfect. Jurassic Park immediately becomes better. Oh, oh dude, yeah. It would have been great. I like that It would have been great. But I, I, I actually did read that um, they did offer him the part originally for Gandalf uh, for Lord of the Sean Rings. Sean Connery? Yeah. They offered him $6 million a movie plus 15% in the franchise, and he turned it down. Oh, <laughs> That, and they said it lost him an estimated four hundred and fifty million dollars. Yeah, dude. <laughs> but that dude. guy, that guy, like, quit. I mean, he when when he retired, like, he meant it, dude. Like, he he has not taken a role like since then. So dude, he passed on a lot of really yeah, it's unfortunate. good. They offered yeah, him did. Morpheus also, and he turned that down. No, no, yeah, that's a joke. Morpheus, because he didn't understand the script so when he read it. They went from. <laughs> okay, yeah, all right. He's like, wait a minute. How does this guy already know kung fu? <laughs> I, th- I totally thought you were being serious there, man. I was like, how do you go from seventy-year-old white guy to Lawrence Fishburne? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Make any sense at all? <laughs> that's pretty good, dude. I will say though, like, with, dude, with Richard Attenborough. When that moment when he slams his cane down and he's like, "Damn!" I don't know that anybody could deliver that the way that he did. That's like a Sean classic. Connery could. Sean, Dude, Sean the, Connery definitely could. It would be the same. It would just be damn. <laughs> <laughs> See, automatically better. Maybe I, millions I, more. <laughs> <laughs> I see what they're All doing. Right. I see what they're doing. 
We got the All cheaper right, Sean Connery. <laughs> That's right. Oh my god. <laughs> the budget. The yeah. base, we spent all our money on cool dinosaurs. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Dude, when I was trying to think of my pick, I was trying to think of like what is a classic role that when you think of Sean Connery, dude, the first thing you think about is the voice, at least yeah, for me. Yeah, you definitely. Know? You just think about the voice. I'm like, what is an iconic character with the iconic voice? And, dude, the first thing that I thought, you go back to 1977, you get rid of James Earl Jones, Oof. and instead, the voice of Darth Vader is Sean Connery. <laughs> <laughs> what, do you, what do you mean by get rid of James Earl Jones? <laughs> what? Wait, what? <laughs> You're going to have to elaborate Dude. on that one. <laughs> you just show him the door, and then you make way for Mr. Sean Connery. <laughs> Dude, he just looks at Luke, I, and he says, he says, <laughs> Join me, and together we'll, together we'll rule the galaxy as father, as father and Sean. <laughs> Oh my god! Hey, yeah, it's really that? bad. I know. <laughs> what was that? Was the last night that was that the movie that he was in where he the first was night? Oh, first, <laughs> first night. <laughs> Opposite. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> inverse. The inverse. <laughs> it was the sequel. Yeah. <laughs> that was a quick. That was a quick segment. <laughs> From last night to or first night to last night, two movies. <laughs> what happened to the other ten? Something went horribly wrong. <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you, Sean Connery is Vader. I think you're alone with your glasses on that one. <laughs> Have your kids gotten used to those? Dude, shut up. We're not talking about that right now. You're going to have to stop wearing those when they get to the age of they know who Dahmer is, dude. That's like a creepy correlation. Dude, all I have to say uh. is... I find your lack of faith disturbing. Okay. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> I have you now. Okay, Josh. Anyway, you. I could see it, dude, but I don't think that his lisp would really come through that mask well, very well. Who could well. take Vader serious with that? I mean, that, that's like that's an intimidating voice, like on the rock. I'll, I'll tell you. I'll tell you that much. That much. If you're or like, like Braveheart, maybe. Yeah, or or even Braveheart, but like. In a galaxy far, far away, <laughs> dude, you know Chewbacca's just laughing, and we've never heard Chewbacca laugh. <laughs> everybody, for some reason, everybody in space has British accents anyway. I mean, Except if he's standing Peter. there with Boba Fett, and he's just like, I've altered the deal. Pray I don't alter it any further. I mean, it's good. It's good, right? Dude, ev everyone has that accent except for the bad guy, because he has to sound tough. That is true. Or American. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You may be right. They may be like, look, nobody else has a lisp. What is your problem? <laughs> He's like, I can't help it. It's the mask. <laughs> Anyways. All right, Josh. Then then, then hit us. All Who's right. Better all right. Than so with my pick, man, I went super classic. And everybody is very familiar with this film. It was played by, it's been, it's been recorded or filmed twice. And the first one was a very iconic actor. By the name of John Wayne. John, yeah. And the second one John was... John Wayne, that's a horrible cowboy name. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> the second actor um, was uh, w was not as well-known, I guess, but Jeff Bridges. So, you know, the dude from 
the dude the movie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> My pick was True Grit. Let me just get to the oh, point. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought, I thought this would have been great. Had Sean Connery been, you know, cast in True Grit back when it was originally filmed, he could have been cast in True Grit in the most recent one too. <laughs> and they could have used the same actor. You know, they couldn't use John Wayne again because he died, obviously. And Jeff Bridges, I don't know who was thinking on that part, but that just wasn't good. But all I could think like all this week was, you know, that, that classic line from True Grit, man, just coming in Sean Connery's voice. Um, Rob, maybe you can do it for me. Do you know? Do you know which line I'm talking about? You've never seen True no, Grit, have tell, you? Tell him the words. You've tell never the seen words. True Grit, dude. Tell, all tell I'm the sitting here so thinking, he "There's nothing I can do for you, son." There's nothing I can do for you, son. <laughs> dude, I'm just sitting here thinking. Look, have I ever dude. seen a movie? <laughs> we we should have just done this like we're doing an interview with Sean Connery because no one would yeah, know dude. the difference. No, I don't think so. It's pretty right on. It's definitely. Oh, wait a minute! Wait a minute! Nick wait a minute! Cage, that's for sure. Wait a minute! He's right here. Hello, boys. It's good to be here on your little podcast. Now you're just starting How to sound you? like Scrooge McDuck. Dang it! <laughs> I was wondering if you wanted to see my number one dime. <laughs> Dude, no, I'm sitting here thinking, okay, I've never seen the movie True Grit. I'm sorry. I That's God, my bad. But You're not a film I'm lover. Thinking, I'm thinking if they would have cast Sean Connery in the original, rather than doing a remake, it could have been a sequel. It could have been Truer Grit. Truer Grit. I like truer, that. Truer, grittier. True Grit 2, grittier <laughs> than True <laughs> Still not wrong grit. <laughs> And the grit continues. <laughs> Man, you could have gone a lot of different ways with this one. <laughs> so many sequels. What were they thinking? <laughs> truer, truer grit. Grit harder. <laughs> grit harder. I mean, it, w- it wouldn't have made much sense, you know. I mean, True Grit's a Western. So to have like a Scotsman, you know, parading around the West in leather shaps and an eye patch. <laughs> Wait, J- that sounds amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Not everyone can live your fantasies, Rob. <laughs> hey, any night you find me in chaps and an eye patch, that's a great night. Anyways, <laughs> let's use the Scotsman. Let's use Sean Connery because it would be grittier I, than, I like than it. True Grit. I like so. it. Awesome. Well, hey, we want to hear from you uh, on social media. What iconic film role would you love to see Sean Connery recast into? You can hit us up on Twitter at Yumihi Podcast or on Instagram at Yumihi Podcast. Even on Facebook, Yumihi Podcast. You'll find us all over the place. Chime in. Let us know. We love to hear from you guys. Now, folks, a new segment that we'd love to debut for you. Welcome to True Story with Rob Lambert. Oh. We'll do some music right there. Maybe we can use the uh, the music from Dateline NBC. <laughs> <laughs> hey, dude, no, I was thinking The Office. You know when Andy records that thing on his phone? Somebody doesn't tell me where my cell phone is. I'm going to lose my freaking mind. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, okay, fellas. Yeah. Let's get down to business. Let's get serious. True story with Rob Lambert. This is a news story 
that although it may sound fantastic, although it may sound like it is larger than life, this is true. Gentlemen, Dateline, Crawford County, Michigan. A man wanted on multiple warrants got unlucky when he was busted trying to make a sandwich for his dog in the middle of an intersection. <laughs> That's not unlucky. <laughs> unlucky is when you go to the raffle five years in a row and don't win anything. <laughs> there you go. That is true. That is true. We definitely need to win the police this. officer. <laughs> He's just a Michigan resident. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that's how they do it in Michigan. That's how they do it. <laughs> a man mo- wanted on multiple warrants, pulled over in the middle of an intersection. The police officer comes up to his window to see what's going on, and he's just like, hey, no, no problem, just hanging out trying to make a sandwich for myself and my dog, Lucky. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that's his dog's name? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what an idiot. <laughs> now here's the deal. I will say uh, this story does have a happy ending. It says the operator was placed under arrest for operating a motor co- a motor vehicle while intoxicated. However, Lucky finished his sandwich and was placed <laughs> into the care of a nearby family member. So <laughs> all I can say is, uh, don't you Michigan, hate it when they take the kids away from a you know someone who is. <laughs> Uh, definitely a good caregiver. Yeah, I, 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 I really can't stand for it, to be honest with you. Dude, he stopped. I mean, he stopped. He literally stopped what he was doing to exactly. make his dog a sandwich. What better owner is there? Exactly. I mean, he's not leaving his dog in the air conditioned room with LaCroix stocked in the fridge, but in a close second place, this is a man who said, ah, Nay, I am going to stop what I'm doing right now and I'm going to build a hoagie for my doggie. And, <laughs> and if that was his if that was his largest crime then I would say no big deal. He was intoxicated <laughs> in the middle of the road. That's a little rough. But this is a man who cared about his pup and now he sits in the drunk tank while his dog has a full belly and is hanging out with family. That's how they do it in Michigan, fellas. That's, yeah, that's pretty rough. Hey, I know somebody who uh I'm not going to say any names. But after work, they used to do a pretty physically demanding job. They went over to a friend's house, had two or three beers. Uh-huh. Well, they were on their way home, stopped at McDonald's in the drive-thru, passed out in the drive-thru. Oh, no. <laughs> they called the cops. Cops showed up, got a DUI. Oh, <laughs> that's, that's an unfortunate decision to Falling make. asleep in the McDonald's <laughs> drive-thru. <laughs> All I'm saying, folks, the moral of this story is if you're going to drive drunk... And if you're going to make a sandwich for your dog, pull over. Don't do it in the middle of the intersection. You're both going to enjoy the sandwich, and you're not going to end up in the drunk tank. There you yeah, go. Yeah, do it in the middle of the highway instead. <laughs> That's adventurous. I will tell you that right now. <laughs> <laughs> Extreme sandwich making for sure. <laughs> Talk about Iron Chef America. Hey, yeah. hey, if anyone can do it, dude, Dad could do it. Remember that time that we? Remember that time we pulled up next to him on the highway, and he had a full newspaper out. Over the steering wheel, and he was reading it. <laughs> this was before Wild texting, driving? dude. Oh yeah. yeah, this was before smartphones. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh yeah, we pulled up next to him, and we're just sitting there staring at him, and he's just looking at his paper, dude. And he glances over and looks back again, and then he glances over and just stares, <laughs> and he just tries to put it down real fast. <laughs> 
Well, the thing that I find the most impressive is uh, it says, according to the report, <laughs> the individual had multiple warrants and uh, he failed a he failed a uh, he failed a field sobriety test that revealed that he was twice the Ooh. legal limit. Wow. All right, so isn't, but yeah, he isn't was still a, able to make a sandwich. Okay, that's so beautiful right there. <laughs> here, here's my question. Here's my question. Because in the TV show How I Met Your Mother, making a sandwich is the same as rolling some material. <laughs> so was he actually making a sandwich or was he making a sandwich <laughs> what do you mean what do you mean by rolling material uh -huh. are you asking if he was, was it a are doobie? you asking if him and his dog were, <laughs> if him and his dog were listening to the doobie brothers <laughs> that's what i'm getting at puff the magic well, dragon yeah, yeah. It was, all i can say is it was michigan anyways <laughs> that was true story thank with you. Rob thank you for that true story Rob. nice Come join me in my backyard! Welcome to a new segment! This is Backyard Philosophies with Drew Carroll! Hoo-doo! Let's dive a little further south. <laughs> let's, cross, let's cross the Arkansas border. I love it. Straight into Chowchilla. <laughs> so, we were playing cornhole the other day at the... Baby shower. That's what it is. <laughs> Sorry, that was the first time I ever attended one. So <laughs> <laughs> just happened to be for you, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, luckily. So we're playing cornhole, and the bags got a little mixed up, and my buddy uh, grabbed mine and was getting ready to throw it before I snatched it out of his hand. And okay. uh, so I'm thinking a lot of people may not know what cornhole is. Okay, so and when you're talking but, about the bag, are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. There's a lot what of mystery. Are we talking about? There's a lot of mystery. All I'm here is that a guy grabbed your bag and was getting ready to throw it. Parents and are already turning hand. off the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly right. Okay, so cornhole is a very fam family friendly game, believe it or not. Depending on, <laughs> depending on who your family it is, it's extremely friendly. <laughs> So <laughs> you have two boards that are propped up with, uh -huh. a, with a hole and uh -huh. you have bean bags <laughs> and you throw them from opposite ends and you try and get them in the hole. Uh, uh -huh. I don't know why it's called cornhole, but <laughs> 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 I don't know that much about it. <laughs> <laughs> You know so, what? I've never played this game. I don't know anything about it. Anyway. So we're, we're playing it, and, you know, my buddy grabs this bag, and he starts to throw it, and I, I grab it out of his hand, and then it just makes me think in, in, in the etiquette of it all, uh, in this game, is it actually okay to touch someone else's bag? <laughs> so you're asking, is it okay for one man to, to touch, touch another man's bag? Yes. <laughs> yes. In, oh. in a game of cornhole? In a game of cornhole. <laughs> What are the, what well, are some well, of the other rules? <laughs> <laughs> There's no other rules. This is it. <laughs> okay. In a game I mean, of cornhole. I know that for me personally, look, I don't want to touch another man's bag, and I'm really hoping that no other man touches my bag, so <laughs> Are you upset when it happens? You know, I've never let's put it this way, I've never had another man touch my bag, so Have you ever played cornhole? Oh, we're talking about cornhole. Okay, wait. Um, <laughs> okay, let, let me put it in a different way. Okay, I think if the guy is trying to help you out, yeah. 
and he's trying to reach around you to grab your bag. Oh my God. <laughs> if he's there to help, I mean, I don't see a problem with that, right? As long as we're all accomplishing the same thing. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's, it, it's all... If there's consent, it's an assist. Yes, <laughs> you know, I mean, if if the rules are agreed upon and it's and it's and it's just an assist, and <laughs> I don't I, know, man. I feel like sometimes even with an assist, when someone else touches my bag or grabs my bag, <laughs> I feel like it just throws off my whole game. You're just a, you're almost offended by it, right? <laughs> well, yeah, dude. It's like you just wait, wait. Is it because they're air famous quote? Tainting your bag? Well, dude, you just broke my streak of me being the only guy during this time to touch my bag. Well, the other okay, so here's the other thing I'm thinking. It's like it's gets, like a jersey, dude, when your team's in the playoffs. But gotcha. here's the thing. Here's what okay. gets here's what gets a little bit sticky too. Is like so now so he's, <laughs> so he's he's grabbing my he's grabbing my bag. Am I supposed to grab his bag? Like, are we ex, are we like exchanging bags? Like. Well, I is mean, he going to use my bag from now if on? If you're grabbing each other's bag, you definitely have to exchange the bags. Well, <laughs> like, and then you also have to assume there's consent. Otherwise, <laughs> otherwise, it's probably looking like there's going to be a fight. Okay, yeah, but, but but if you're grabbing each other's bag, then there's definitely consent. Sure. I, okay. I mean, unless the, one's out of retaliation I of think, the other. I, I think as long as you're you're delicate and and you don't you don't touch any other part of the playing field. Uh, during your reach around to grab the bag, okay, you're probably fine. So let's just say there's boundaries, but don't be afraid to ask questions. Yes, I, I think that <laughs> that's probably what it all boils down to. Actually, there right, are definitely right. limits, but um, as long as there's open communication, <laughs> cornhole should be fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So there you have it. It's okay to touch another man's bag during cornhole. Just ask first. <laughs> and welcome to our newest episode of Backyard Philosophy with Drew Carroll. All right, fellas. Well, as we come to the end of our time, let's talk about what we've learned. Number one. Entertainment in America has basically boiled down to pus. It's just pus. Everything <laughs> is pus, and that's great. Number two, anytime that a Scotsman is wearing chaps and an eye patch, it's a good time. <laughs> and of course, the most important lesson we've learned tonight, last but not least, if you're going to cornhole, it's okay to touch a ma another man's bag. Just make sure there's consent, right? <laughs> All right, and as always, we just want to say thanks to everybody who's been listening and supporting the show. Always go leave us a review wherever you find your podcast. It helps out the show a lot. And until next time, I'm your host, Rob Lambert. This is Josh Frankenstein. And Drew Carroll. Dude, that still sounds weird. <laughs> Dang it. Have a good night, everybody.